Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning and welcome into Spotlight on Maryland. I'm your host this week, Liz Drabeck. I have the honor of talking to Dr. Bob Wellenbrink, Executive Director of Maryland Center for the Arts this morning. Dr. Wellenbrink, good morning. How are you today? I'm terrific. After a cold, rainy weekend, this is a perfect day, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Emerging to some sunshine as we kind yes, of emerge is. back into the world, right? Re-energizes about... everyone, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, right into the bloodstream, right? <laughs> That's exactly so... right. <laughs> Let's start big picture, Bob. Tell me, what is Maryland Center for the Arts? Well, the Maryland Center for the Arts is a, actually the Visual and Performing Arts is the full title. It's dedicated to providing a, a, a range of creative and collaborative experiences for all the people in the region of all disciplines, of all ages. Um, it's a terrific opportunity for people to participate in the arts, either as a participant or as a, an audience member. Uh, we are in the process of uh, funding a, a facility uh, that can be used by the community, an arts facility, and eventually uh, we want to add an outdoor amphitheater off Highway 24 uh, between Bel Air and Abingdon so that the people of uh, Hartford County have a really first-class facility in which to enjoy and participate in the arts. And I, I should say that it's set in a beautiful uh, wooded setting uh, that just is invigorating uh, when you walk in there and, and you see all the wonderful uh, flora and fauna, as I like to say, in the facility and in the, in the space. Um, we're this year holding, uh, a, for the first time, we're holding events on the site. We're hosting a, a bluegrass festival on July 23rd and 24th. Um, we are conducting a group, uh, a program for young people called Trees, where they study the uh, natural environment in the center area. And they, we're going to work with a forester and uh, an arborist. And they're going to talk about trees, their significance to the environment, and their importance to us. And then in the afternoon, they're going to create a performance piece based around that knowledge. So we have a lot of things going on, um, and um, we're going to have a dance festival in the woods. So really, our, our, our long-term goal is to provide not only quality programming, but also a facility where people can enjoy all of the arts. You have so many incredible events coming up, and you just had one, and I am prepared to bombard you with questions. But I actually want to start with this. Why Harford County, Bob? Um, 
Well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm very new to Hartford County. Welcome. I've, uh, you know, I've only lived here, well, two years, and I say it's now a year because COVID wiped out a year for everybody. Um, and uh, Hartford County is a growing community. It's a very artistic community from Harvard to Grace to Bel Air. Uh, there's all sorts of festivals. There's all sorts of of opportunities for people and the center for the arts will be centrally located in the region. And it's called the Maryland center for the arts because it's not confined to one area. And uh, for example, we have a great plein air festival in September and we have artists from New York, from Virginia, from West Virginia, all over who come to the area uh, to ply their trade and to participate in our program. So Harford County is, my goal is the Maryland Center for the Arts is to make uh, Harford County the center of the arts and the heartbeat of the arts in this part of Maryland. What a great answer. And I saw you were recently, you recently became the executive director. So I want to hear about what that process has been like and how you, doctor, wound up in Harford County. Well, I wound up in Hartford County because uh, my son lives in Scranton and had our first grandchild, and I wanted to be close to him, but I didn't want to be breathing down his neck. So, <laughs> and the other, uh, the other, the B answer is I always wanted to retire to the ocean, but the Chesapeake Bay is as close as I'm going to get. I think so. Uh, we're we're thrilled uh, to be here. I started in October. Um, and I'm learning rapidly. Uh, we, we, I spend a lot of time writing, writing grants and developing programs. My background is in the fine arts. Uh, I was in higher education for, uh, over 35 years. I was the Dean of the school of fine arts at Missouri Western state university. And when, uh, I decided to retire there, um, I wanted to move closer to my son. So here we are in Hartford County, and we wanted to come to a place where that was artistic, where people cared, and we found it in Hartford County. And I think that people's contributions and their participation in the arts in Hartford County has just verified uh, everything we believed when we moved here. Oh, Harford County is such a gem, Bob. Now, you mentioned that you've been doing this for two years, one very starkly different from the other. So can you tell me a little bit about the first uh, the first year and then the major change that was the second year in doing this in Maryland and during a pandemic? Well, my first year we spent uh, actually renovating the house that we bought in Harvard de Grace, and I participated in uh, Elf, the the musical, uh, in, in Harvard de Grace and then, uh, began to look for places where I could volunteer my artistic talent and where I could be creative. Uh, I'm also a musician by trade. Uh, I love to write, uh, music and perform music for people. And since we're coming out of the pandemic, like so many things, more and more of those opportunities are there. And that's, uh, that's, just really exciting to me to be able to participate and greet people and go out. And there's so many wonderful things in Hartford County that we haven't been able to explore and, and we haven't been able to participate in. And I think one of those is community engagement. 
which I really feel the arts are significant to bringing communities together to enjoy concerts, to enjoy participating, to enjoy creating and collaborating together. So I'm real excited about the future and the clearing of the pandemic for 2021 and then on into 2022. Hey, you raise such a great point, the togetherness and how arts, you know, build a bridge to that because we're coming out of such a year of isolation. Bob, yeah. so how, how did that affect Maryland Center for the Arts? Like, what was your day to day like and what was, what were the fundraising activities like? Well, uh, it affected, it affected quite a bit because you couldn't have group fundraisers. For the last two years, they've had to cancel their major fundraiser, which was, uh, a gala. Uh, and so we, we've replaced it with a number of smaller, uh, fundraising opportunities. There was in April a, a virtual wine tasting, which was really, really well received. Um, we had over 100 people participate uh, in this wine tasting with um, uh, where they tasted wine and learned all about it. We have one upcoming, uh, I call it the Father's Day uh, uh, fundraiser because it, uh, it really appeals to uh, to fathers. I think it's uh, called Artist Brewing. It's at McGurk's, and uh, you get a five-course meal with a beer pairing with each one. Uh, I will be uh, performing and entertaining, and if you want tickets, you can go to our website at www.mdcfa.org. There's limited seating, uh, but if you throw in an extra $100, I'll write a song just for you and perform it that night. So we're looking forward to that fundraiser on the 17th. Oh, that is magical, Bob. And you recently, you just talked about the virtual wine tasting. What was that right. like and how, how did that come together? Well, that came together because we had two board members who thought it was a great idea to raise funds. And uh, participants were given six different types of wine and I'm not a wine drinker, but uh, I was able to do that. And they were also given food uh, to match the wines. And so pairings worked with the uh, wine uh, group. And so if you drank a red wine, then you had a food pairing that went with it. And it was all done virtually. And it was really, really uh, an interesting, interesting and successful project. And you mentioned that you had to pivot to smaller events in lieu of your big event. What is right. the Dancing for the Arts Gala usually like? Well, the dancing, I, I've never experienced it, but what I tell, what they tell me is they get about six to eight dancers. Uh, they raise funds and they give an award to the dancer who raises the most funds and they have a huge event. It's kind of like dancing with the stars, uh, except there's, uh, as, as I understand it, and all of the dancers work with a choreographer to develop the dance. The next one's going to be in 2022, and the theme is, uh, it's a Greek theme. The closest I can say is it's like Mamma Mia. We'll be using the music of ABBA uh, to dance by, and that's coming up in April of 2022. So they're in the process of of finding people who want to dance and participate as dancers in, in the process. And if anybody's out there that wants to be a dancer, uh, they should just go to the website and they can find my email address and let me know and I'll put them in touch with the people who are arranging all of that. 
Perfect. Bob, can you give me the website address again in case anybody wants to dance for the arts? It's it's perfect. It's www.mdcfa.org. I absolutely love how you have all the bases covered. You mentioned the, the Father's Day fundraiser. We just talked about dancing. We've talked about wine tasting. And then there's bluegrass. What about the Bear Legacy Bluegrass Festival? Well, that's that's one that I'm really excited about. We're going to have two days of uh, bluegrass music on site uh, in uh, the it's in the Bear Legacy Trails, which uh, people frequent in uh, Harford County. And it's two days. It's a Friday night and a Saturday. There's uh, very noted bands in uh, in the group that. Uh, come from all around uh, the region we're going to have uh music food fun i guess those are the those are the key words and uh you can get tickets for all of our events on that website uh all of that website i can tell you the names of the groups that we're going to have we're going to have yes. uh, the free range free range blue is going to perform on friday night along with the kendall street company uh, on Saturday, it's Caleb Stein, the High and Wides, Jacobs Ferry Stragglers, Charm City Junction, my favorite title, the Dirty Grass Players, and Kendall Street Company will top off the evening. We're also having a, uh, amateur bluegrass band contest and amateur bluegrass bands, uh, can play on Friday night and after they perform, uh, will, uh, choose a winner who will in fact, uh, perform, uh, open the event on Saturday morning. So it's a really exciting project, really exciting yes. project. And there are just so many creative ways to get involved. I love that you not only promote the established bluegrass acts, but, you know, give a shot for the, the amateurs to step in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you're going to have to pardon my naivete. This is the event you have coming up in September. What is a plein air festival? A plein air festival is a festival which uh, features the visual arts, uh, outdoor artists paint, uh, I shouldn't say outdoor artists, artists paint outdoor scenes from around Harford County. And we've just concluded the entry portion of it. We had 48 artists apply to participate and they submitted works that were judged by uh, the head of the uh, Albrecht Kemper Museum in St. Joseph, Missouri, who happens to be a friend of mine, is a wonderful, wonderful art professor and artist, and he chose the top 30. Those top 30 can submit five paintings for judging for various awards. Uh, the awards include uh, best uh, use of light, best uh, farm scene, uh, best there's a People's Choice Award, and there's the, uh, this year, there's the Spirit of Maryland Award, which is uh, each of the top 30 artists that participate submit a work uh, via uh, the Internet to Yumi Hogan, who selects the Spirit of Maryland Award. So oh, the wow. lieutenant, the governor's wife is going to be the, uh, choose the Spirit of America Award, and we're just thrilled with uh, the participation, um, it takes place in September 
uh, on, I always get the dates confused, but I, I think it's the 17th and 18th. Uh, the 17th, you can view uh, all the artwork at the Armory in Bel Air. Uh, associated with that is what we call uh, the Nocturne event, which takes place on the 16th, where the painters go out at night and paint scenes at night. And there's an award for that. And then on Saturday, to spread ourselves around, we're having a quick draw festival in Hybrid of Grace. That means you have two hours to paint a painting in Harvard of Grace, and there's winners selected from there. And all of the paintings were available for sale, and there's some really beautiful work that's done there. So it's all outdoor. Plein air means basically outdoor painting. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it looks so yeah. fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it means I outdoor painting. I couldn't painting. wrap my mind around it. <laughs> yeah, it means outdoor painting. So you, you see, are you see, Go ahead. see a lot of farms. You see a lot of okay. farms and homes and historic places in, in these paintings. It's beautiful work. You are listening to Spotlight on Maryland. I'm Liz Drabeck talking to Dr. Bob Wellenbrink, Executive Director, Maryland Center for the Arts, based in Harford County. If you need the website, it is mdcenterforarts.org. If you want to paint a painting for the Plein Air Festival, can you, are there spots still open? Is there, are you still eligible? No, that's that's closed. We okay. had forty we had forty eight painters submit, and thirty were chosen. So uh, we're we're they start painting July one, and they have two or three months to go wherever they want to go and to paint. So and what do you uh, do if you want to check it out? If you want to see it, if you want to see it, uh, you can come to the Bel Air Armory in September. I think it's the seventeenth. Uh, and it's there all day. If you can't make it on that day, uh, some of the paintings will be hung at the Lyria Dendron Mansion in Bel Air, uh, and that will go on for a while. Or we'll also put uh, pictures of the paintings online so you can purchase online as well. My recommendation is go to the event and purchase the painting there because the best ones go uh, when people are live and they're looking at the work. What a great experience. And I can't help but think of the fortuitous timing, Bob, you know, being able to gather, you know, and participate as a group outdoors. You also have something upcoming called the Trees Program. What's that? Well, the Trees Program is designed for uh, young people. And what we'll do is we will meet at the uh, uh, site uh, the wooded site where the Maryland Center buildings will be built. And we're going to study, as I like to say, the flora and fauna and trees of that region. Uh, they're going to work with an arborist uh, and a forester during the morning and learn about the significance of the trees, their environmental impact. Uh, they'll be able to identify what type of trees they are, what benefit they are. And then in the afternoon, they're going to work with a professional director, a professional choreographer, a professional musician, a professional visual artist, and they're going to create a performance piece about what they learned that morning and have a public performance of it on the Friday, I think probably Friday or Saturday of that week, and share that knowledge through performance. Are you kidding? That is incredible. Well, I, I like the idea myself. Of course, I yeah. came up with it, but what's going <laughs> on? 
but I, I do. You know, we, we talk a lot about it, but if, I, I don't know if you've ever been there, but this is a beautiful site. And we want people to, to understand the importance of, of the trees and environment. Uh, and, again, it's another way to bring young people together who haven't been together for quite a while. And we'll probably be 25 or so involved in that of all ages. And how do they get involved? Well, this is uh, – that will, information will be coming out very shortly, within the next two weeks. Go to the website, and it'll have all that information there on how Andy. to get signed up. Sure. And the website, again, is mdcenterforthearts.org. Bob, going from outdoors to indoors, I see a ballet event on the calendar. Well, that's actually an outdoor event in August. (laughs) If you haven't figured it out, I'm big on outdoor events. Part of my my professional career is spent uh, in outdoor theaters. So I, I love the outdoors in the summer. It's just there's nothing like it, uh, the artistic experience. And what's going to happen in August is we're working with the, um, uh, the I can't remember off the top of my head, but we're working with the local ballet uh, uh, company in Ballet Chesapeake. We're working with them, and they are going to uh, perform on site in August uh, for the public. And uh, there's professional dancers and there's people who are taking classes that are working with them. So they're going to do an outdoor performance uh, on those dates uh, in August. So that's that's exciting. So we're going to have music, theater, dance on site. And one of the things that excites me is we've never had events like that on site. And that's where we're going. Um, and that's all a precursor in my mind to, uh, we're going to start moving dirt in November, as I understand it, uh, to build these buildings and build these community art centers, uh, for people to participate. Oh, that's incredible. And you're just riding the momentum. I, I absolutely love it. Sticking with the theme of dancing, I see a dance party in October. In October, that is a dance party. Uh, that's, that's ballroom type dance. Um, that's uh, being sponsored, and if you're a ballroom dancer or you're not, you can participate in that. It's it's a small fee, and uh, you can learn a few steps and participate that way. I'm not a big ballroom dancer, but a lot of people are, and uh, the gentleman, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head who conducts it, uh, works with our gala and trains our dancers throughout the year, and this year he's agreed to, it's called Step Out, uh, I believe, to to get people dancing and preparing them for the gala. And I was just going to ask that as my next question, Bob. You have the gala on the schedule again in 2022. That's correct. That is correct. Um, it's the preliminaries have started. I know that the uh, people that are in charge of it are, like I said, are looking for dancers, people that are interested in possibly uh, being part of that as uh, dancers. It's like dancing with the stars. And uh, to be honest with you, I've never participated uh, because the time I was going uh, my first year here, it was canceled because of COVID. So uh, it'll be exciting for me to see in 2022. Um, The, uh, 
it's it's a big event and it's an important event and it really really does help support our day-to-day operations bob it's so great to me that 2022 can feel so close and so far away <laughs> at the same time i know but, but yeah I, I see yeah. that it's coming uh, up on you, go ahead right no that's i feel exactly the same way it's coming <laughs> quicker yeah, uh, and the gala will resume on April 16th, 2022. I want to switch That's gears correct. a little bit, Bob. Uh, tell me about the new podcast you created. Well, I've created a podcast, and I haven't done it in a while, just to tell people, uh, to introduce people to many of the artists that are in Hartford County that most people don't know. Uh, we talk about the significance of the arts, and I'm preparing one now. Uh, it's called What Happens After the Pandemic. Um are people going to come back to events? Are they going to participate? Uh, or are they going to be hesitant? Uh, there's been so much literature about it. Um, and I, I just, it's just a way to find out about the arts and what's going on with the Maryland Center for the Arts, particularly. And, uh, if anybody has suggestions or ideas about that, I'd love to hear them, uh, because I love talking to people about the arts and about what they do, uh, as artists. It's a fantastic, fantastic way for me to learn and also for our audience members to learn. As we wind down time-wise, I'm talking to Dr. Bob Wellenbrink, Executive Director of Maryland Center for the Arts. How can people get a hold of you, Bob? Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of me, again, is to go to the website under staff. My email address is there. They can drop me an email. Uh, I would I would spell my name out, but it's long, so you don't have to do that. But my email address is right there. Uh, if they want to know it, it's just B Willenbrink W I L L E N B R I N K at m d c f a dot o r g, and uh, drop me a line, and I will get back to them as soon as I possibly can. I wanted I really... to bring something in. Oh no, go ahead by all means. I wanted to bring up another program that we've just added. We just started talking about it. Is we're going to have a Christmas sing this year, where we're going to invite um, uh, various choral groups. There's the Deer Creek Chorus, there's uh, the Bel Air Chorus, there's several choruses, and we're going to try to bring them all together uh, around Christmas time, around December, uh, to have a, a, a choral festival, because again, that's one of the things that was canceled so often uh, during the COVID uh, situation. As we have about a minute left, Doctor, what's been your favorite part about working with Maryland Center for the Arts? Uh, the people. Uh, the people that I work with, the board that I work with is excellent, but the people that uh, in the community who are interested in the arts, who want to participate in the arts, it's just rewarding. That's been my whole life, and when I retired, I was worried about, well, will I ever see arts people again? And boy, uh Coming here, I've really run into a great artistic community that's enthusiastic, that's artistic, that's talented, and really wants to bring people together with the arts. And that's the most rewarding thing uh, to me. Bob, as we wind down, can you remind us of the event you have coming up on June 17th? June 17th is Art is Brewing. Uh, tickets are available uh, through the webpage. Uh, if you want to put another $100, I'll write you a song. Uh, and then the big thing is the July 23rd uh, Bluegrass Festival. Uh, all those tickets and all that information is available online. If you want to be a sponsor, you can do that, or you just want to buy tickets, you can do that. And one more time, Doctor, can you give me the website? 
website is simply www.mdcfa.org. Dr. Bob Wellenbrink, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been fascinating learning about all the things that Maryland Center for the Arts can do and that everyone can do to support it. This has been a production of Odyssey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.